I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Chelsea. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Chelsea. Hi. I'm coming off of a very big week. Grammys. We had Grammys. I was nominated for Grammy Mm -hmm. for Evolution, Best Comedy Album. I did not win, but it was really fun to go to the Grammys. I've never been before. So Joe and I went, and then we just turned it into a three-day birthday bonanza for Joe because he didn't get to celebrate his 50th birthday during COVID because he was shooting his movie called Easter Sunday, which comes out in August. And I had to celebrate my Buddha because I love him so yeah. much and his whole family's in Vegas. And I thought, why don't we just turn the Grammys into a three-day party? And that's what we did. <laughs> Easy. We had lots of late nights and we had yes. dune buggying. We had pool parties and we got to see, I had a lot of friends come and he had a lot of family come and he's a happy camper and I am scot-free. You know what I mean? <laughs> I am in the yeah. opposite of the doghouse for the next... I'm going to say six months. Okay, excellent. Yeah. At least until his next birthday, right? Yeah. Well, that's the problem. His birthday's in June. So I'm kind of like, fuck. I, oh. uh, uh. But I'm going to be on tour. I'm going to be in Pittsburgh performing that night. It's June yeah. 2nd. And I believe he'll be with me. So we will be mm-hmm. celebrating his birthday probably on stage in Pittsburgh. I will make the whole oh, audience sing to him. 
Yeah. So anyone coming to our Pittsburgh show, I can't wait. Pittsburgh's one of my favorite cities. Like it's such a shitty rap and it's such a cool city. It's kind of reminds yeah. me a little bit of uh, Portland. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, hi, honey. I was just talking about the birthday party that I just threw for you and the, our three days of magic. And Oh, that's nice. Hi. Hi. How was this birthday party? How was your birthday party? She's asking. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. The only problem that we're having yeah. in our relationship right now is that his body is reaching a pinnacle and my <laughs> body, I, he, I'm the Buddha now. I, <laughs> I told him there's only room for one good body in this relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And then he stole that role. So I actually have to get back on track because <laughs> my time up in Whistler put me over the edge. Too many Moscow mules. Cheers. Yeah. By, cheers, by the way. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> So let's intro our guest. Everybody knows him from uh, Queer Eye, and that's Emmy-nominated show, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Yes, uh, his name is Bobby Burke, and he's our guest today. Yay. Oh hey, oh hey, girl, what's <laughs> hey. up? Nothing. How are you? Good morning. What a beautiful vista you yeah. have behind. This this is a much better reaction than the last time you were I were on Zoom together when you said, "Who are you?" When what was that game? It was like, yeah, like, could we be friends or something? Well, yeah, they were like, describe. <laughs> that was like, who are you? It was, it was devastating because I uh, knew from the moment you said hello, who you were, I was like, oh, this is Chelsea. Oh, you know what? Don't even <laughs> take fine. that personally. I mean, half the time I'm so stoned, I don't even know what's going on. So please don't take it personally, Bobby. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't at all. I haven't okay. been in the game that long. <laughs> Where are you? That looks so pretty. I'm at home. Oh, I'm at home okay. in LA. Well, ex yeah. Excuse. Of course you are. That's the difference between design experts and design non-experts. What I, I control the landscape behind me? I guess so. Yeah. I could I control the landscape behind me. Look. Technically I do. <laughs> so full disclosure, the window that you're looking at is technically in front of me right now. Oh my God. He just pulled it down and it's a green screen. But if I sit in front of it, then it, it washes me out. You can't see me because it's too bright behind me. Mm -hmm. But I like that scene. So I just took a video of it. And so I get to look out the window and you guys get to look out the window. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Hold on one yeah. second, you guys. Okay. Yeah. One second. I'm sorry. Sorry. A masseuse just showed up at our house in the morning and I have to let Joe know he has a massage because I never told him. So one second, you guys. I thought you were going to say, and unfortunately, I have to go get a massage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you guys cool if we do this while I want a massage? Yeah, yeah, table? yeah. We're good. We're good. Honey, you have a massage. I forgot about that. 9 a.m. Get ready. She's going to set up. Thank you so much. Okay. And we're back. Want, are they going to do it, though, like right, right there? Uh, no, so that way you can. There's a little. You can direct. You can direct her. No, no, that's not what he likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to direct all of his massages. Well, last night we were in a bit of a in an emergency situation because we were in Whistler, Canada, and we came up for like two and a half days for my friend's birthday, and we got here, and of course I made Joe go skiing, and he fell on his shoulder. <laughs> Oh. And then last night he was like, I need a massage. I need a massage. So I like reached out to everyone. And then somebody said, oh, we can't do it tonight. We'll do it in the morning. So we took that one. And then someone came back and said we could do it tonight. So we had a massage last night. And he's having <laughs> this morning because I don't like canceling. Pardon my cough. <laughs> All week I've been sick in bed going, how the fuck can you get COVID twice in <gasps> two months? No, you have COVID? Yeah. No, I just got my test back. I don't. 
right? They say like 40% of cases are asymptomatic. My husband's the same way. He's a doctor, never got it. I had it and I was, him and I were snowboarding in Tahoe all weekend and drinking out of the same cup. And I just thought, you know, oh, it's cold and we're in high altitude. I've got a runny nose and I'm congested sleeping in the same bed in the same car. And then it got a little worse later on. But you don't need to be sleeping in. Hey, Bobby, you do not need to be sleeping in your car at this point. I just want to let you know that. (laughs) You know, it keeps me grounded. Yeah. So you can get a grounding mat for that. It keeps me grounded because my my Model X that I sleep in does have camp mode so the AC stays on. I like (laughs) when I leave my dogs in my Tesla. You know how it has dog AC? What's it called? Where you like your dog staying in the car and you Just come turn back. on dog mode. Yeah, 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 dog mode. And so when you come back to the car, I mean, several times somebody's been like, how are these two dogs in the car with the windows up? I'm like, because I have dog mode. OK, they're all <laughs> Do you set. see the huge screen that's lit up with the dog on it that says, don't worry. Yeah. Be ba- the owner will be back in 15 minutes. Three hours later, Bert's on his back with his paws in the air. Like, where's my mother? <laughs> Bobby, speaking of your partner, your partner's name is Dewey, right? It is. It is. And you guys have been together a significant amount of time, correct? 18 years, going on 19. Yeah, a long time. Oh, that's so cool. I've been with my boyfriend for eight months. I know. I love it. I love that you two ended up with each other. It's so cute. It's so funny. I was doing a live stream yesterday, and one of the guests on there was Joy Cho. But I kept... That sounds like one of our relatives. I I kept hearing Joe Coy in my (laughs) head because the sound, or exactly, her first name sounds like his last name and his last name sounds like his first name. So when I introduced her, luckily it was just on the practice, I was like, uh, Joy Choi. And she's like, no, you know, it's, it's, I know, but I'm like, I'm hearing Joe Coy's head and my name when you hear it because your guy's name's... Same syllables, same letters, just completely flipped. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I know his name more than yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt when you and I were playing that game, Bobby. I thought that it was somebody else. I was like, wait, Bobby Burke? I'm like, that. I got it confused with somebody else named who knows what. But I was all over the shop. But I have to say, I get confused with our names because my middle name is Joy and his name is Koi. And then people call us Choi. <laughs> so it's Joy Koi Choi. <laughs> So it's very confusing. All I know is that I'm now Filipino and everyone refers to me as a Filipino woman. And I'm just going to accept it because it's a culture I never thought I'd be a part of. Do you know what mahal kita means? I love you. And I know how to say mahal din kita in return. Oh, I didn't know that. My ex is Filipino. Oh, really? So wait, I want to talk to you about your relationship with Dewey and how what what I want to talk about what it's like to be with somebody for 18 years and like, how do you guys keep that going? And what is your relationship dynamic? Like, is there somebody who, you know, wears the pants, so to speak? Chelsea, how (laughs) homophobic of you to say, I'm kidding. Well, I'm a big homophobe. Everybody knows that. (laughs) I know, I know. Which is why I was comfortable making that joke to you, because obviously you are not. It's funny because I would say most people think and assume that I wear the pants in the family because he's quiet and I'm the more outgoing one. And I'm the one that to the outside world is making the decisions. But he's, you know, like, the NSYNC record, he's pulling the strings, you know, in the background. <laughs> he's the puppeteer and he's the one making the decisions. Yeah, not completely, but I think we have a pretty good dynamic as far as decision making. You know, there's a lot of things that are very important to me that don't make any, uh, that aren't really important. And then there's the big things that are important to him that he makes the decisions on. 
Yeah. And what do you, and like, uh, do you guys fight? Are you healthy fighters? Like what, what's your, when there's friction, how do you guys handle that? We rarely fight, honestly. We used to, we used to fight a lot. Growing pains. Would you attribute that to like the beginning of the relationship? Yeah. And I definitely remember like every time we'd have a fight, I was his first long-term relationship. So every time we'd have a fight, he'd be like, okay, well, I guess this is it. I'm like, Wait, no, 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 that was just a fight. We're, we're not breaking up. Like we yes. just pissed off about where we wanted to go to dinner. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, we rarely fight now. Like when we fight, well, they will be big fights, but those happen maybe once a year at the most. It's a nice annual tradition to keep up. <laughs> yes, specifically around the holidays. Yeah. yeah, Catherine and I were talking about that because I find that I don't like, you know, a fight should be a fight. A fight is not an ending. You know, it should just be a discussion and then, you know, everyone can cool down and figure it out. But Joe and I have been in a couple of fights where he said, "Okay, well, I guess this is it. And I'm like, oh, come (laughs) on, Joe, stop it. I know you don't mean that. And I know and you have to understand for me, you know, like my history, that is a trigger for me. Like if someone says, "Okay, it's over, then I shut down because my brother, you know, my my psychiatrist, Dan, explained this to me so sagaciously, you know, that. My idea, I believed for so long because I, you know, my brother died, was there one day and gone the next that I thought he goes, that's how you think relationships end. Mm -hmm. You, you know, that's, that's what's normal to you. So for me now, I'd like to break that cycle and break that pattern. Like it can never be a threat for an ending of the relationship. It has to be like, okay, wow, we're both upset. Let's go to our separate corners and come back. Or even leaving in the middle of the fight. You know, that mm. I've, I've had a lot of traumatic relationships and a lot of the, the, both romantically and familiar relationships where people left. And so back in the, you know, when my, my husband and I first got together, he's the type of person where he wouldn't want to sit there and keep talking about it. He would just leave because he needed space. And that was a huge trigger for me. I'm like, I need to sit there. We need to work this out. Don't just leave me. Yes, yeah, I do that. Tell me when you're coming back. Yeah, I I don't leave, but I want to go to a different room and take an edible and talk to you in the morning. Like once it gets to a crescendo, if there's yelling, then which I used to do. It's so funny because all the things that trigger me are my own behaviors, right? Mm. (laughs) Always. But I used to scream and yell and be like, well, no, it's okay. We can work it out. And then if someone now yells at me, now that I've learned that it's not necessary to yell ever at anybody, like I now if I get yelled at or if there if it gets to that decibel, I, I completely withdraw. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not going to scream back and forth. I used to always be the yeller. I came from a very Southern family, like the, the Yaya sisterhood. That was all my aunts. And so I used to be the yeller. And now I'm not. And now he's kind of the yeller. I mean, nowhere near the way I used to yell, but now he'll yell. And I'll just be like, why are you yelling? You, you don't need to raise your voice. Why? And that pisses him off more, of course. Yeah, of course. Anytime <laughs> somebody says, calm down, you're like, uh, why don't I shove this orange up your asshole? Calm and he down. Used to, he used to not want to talk things through. And he would, it'd be very, um, my COVID brain. I did have COVID a few months ago. And I do still like words just aren't there anymore. Um, he would oh, be very really? stubborn. Yeah, it's scary. Oh, it that is, is it's scary. It's really scary, actually. Just like the simplest of words, like stubborn. But he would be very stubborn. And we'd have one little fight before we're getting ready to get in a car to go on a whole weekend trip. And he'd be like, I'm not going. I'm like, you're going to let this little fight ruin an entire weekend just because you're too stubborn to just say you're sorry. 
Yeah, but and think about it if it were like the opposite. You're both in a fight and you're like, okay, we're going away for the weekend. We have an hour to not talk and like cool down. And we're both committed to spending the weekend together after that happens. Yeah. And once we, knowing that you're both committed to resolving whatever the issue is, right? Like that is such a healthier way to go through go through things, you know, instead of stomping your feet and threatening to leave. He's definitely got way better th at that. I used to always be the one that would say I'm sorry and cuddle up whether it was my fault or not, just because I didn't want to keep fighting. But he, if I didn't do that, he could hold a grudge for days, weeks sometimes. He would just dig his heels in and just be pissed for days. So finally I'd just be like, I'm sorry, I love you, it's okay. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll be right back. Moms are more than the stuff they do for us. The laundry, cooking, and driving. And by the way, dad should be helping with that stuff too. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best, and that's why Books is giving you 25% off your entire order of farm-fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Here's what's great about the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you cannot find anywhere else. Books is simple. Go online, pick the delivery date, and you are done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mother. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code CHELSEA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values – 
premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. So you grew up in the South. I know you came from a kind of religious background, right? What religion? Very. Christian? Assemblies of God. Yeah, Christian. Oh. Assemblies of God. Yeah. Oh. I went to an Assembly of God school growing up. Oh, so you know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Really, yes. Catherine? Yeah. It was non-denominational, but it was like we had to, it was all Assembly of God. We had yeah. to sign a contract that we wouldn't smoke or drink even outside of school or, of course, have sex or any of that stuff. It was serious. So I went to a, a Christian school in elementary. I think it was Methodist, maybe. But we didn't have teachers that would stand up and teach first through kindergarten was all in the same room and we were all in these little cubicles that faced the wall and we all had our own little workbooks that we had to work in and it was a very a very very weird thing huh. but yeah grew up super religious and so how did you uh what age did you start to rebel against that religion I would say probably at 15 when I came out and I realized that the people and the religion and the life that I had devoted myself to instantly turned their backs on me. And I started really kind of wrapping my head around what religion was and what I had been taught and what I believed. And I realized that I had just blindly been believing bullshit, like the stupidest bullshit and yeah, I just started to look at it more logically. And it still causes me a lot of pain because a child will never get over the hurt that mm -hmm. is inflicted by religion. But I definitely, better now. I still though do, I, I noticed this yesterday, I physically like snarl when I drive by a church. Mm -hmm. I was on my way to set yesterday and I drove by a church and I noticed myself go, damn, I still have a physical, visceral reaction yeah. to driving by a yeah. church. I don't blame you. I think I have that reaction and I've never really been religious. I mean, I grew up Jewish, but my mother was Mormon. So that was enough of a stain on my consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, I couldn't believe that. I was just like, mom, you're so much smarter than this. I feel like out of all the religions, Judaism, I feel like it's, it's the least hellfire brimstone. Like I mean, there's a lot of Jewish mother guilt, but I don't feel like there's as much religious guilt. Maybe it's just because I didn't grow up Jewish, but I have surrounded by Jewish friends and they all seem to be much more well-rounded with their religious tolerant. upbringings. They're, yeah, they're more than tolerant any of my of, Christian friends. Yes, they're not tolerant. It's not, it's not as... Uh, Hypocritical? 
hypocritical. Thank you. Oh, look at your word retrieval. Yeah, I'm yeah, in sharp. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There we go. <laughs> it's not as hypocritical unless, you know, extreme Judaism, obviously, orthodox is a different story. Right, right, right. But modern orthodox is pretty tolerant, you know, and and reformed and conservative Jews, the way I grew up was just totally everybody's cool. Like, don't worry about people who aren't Jewish. That's, uh, that's okay. You don't have to proselytize to other people to try and bring them over to your religion. And I respected that a lot, especially after seeing Mormons in action, trying to recruit yeah. other people to become Mormons. That's a huge turnoff. It's it's crazy because like, for, for example, the Assemblies of God, they aren't just happy with people being Christians. You have to be Assemblies of God. Baptists mm-hmm. were going to hell, Methodists, mm-hmm. Mormons, Lutherans, <laughs> uh, Jews, everyone else was going to hell except Assemblies of God. You had to believe exactly like them or else you're going to burn in hell. It's yeah, weird. that is just such and, bullshit. And at the end of the day, I realized it's the Assemblies of God corporate just wanting to make sure that all the tithes coming from all the Christians are just going to the Assemblies of God. It's just, it's- awful. I also don't like that word tithing. That reminds me of the word moist. You know, it just is right up there in that category, <laughs> tithing. It's yeah. like, what? Ew, yeah. it sounds illegal. <laughs> it should be. I know. I also like that you didn't get a uh, high school diploma because I was very close to that not having happened either. <laughs> and, and the more people I talk to in this industry, the more creatives. Catherine, you graduated from high school. I did. I and did. college, right? And college, yes. Yes. I didn't go to college and neither did Fancy. you, Bobby. Right? No. Well, yeah. No, I didn't finish high school. I didn't get my GED. No, none of that. My cousin said to me the other day, she goes, you got your GED, right? I go, no, Molly, I didn't get my GED. I graduated from high school. <laughs> she goes, yeah, oh, I thought you got, I thought you were like a total fuck up. I go, I was a total fuck up, hey. but I ended up going to alternative school, which is like an offshoot for the slow on the uptake kids, like the kids who were drug addicts or whatever. Just did, I didn't go to school because I had a boyfriend that was older and illegal and I would hang out with him all the time. And, but when I knew I had to graduate, I stopped everything I was doing. And I just went to this alternative school where you could work at your own pace. And I did graduate in time, but by the skin of my teeth. Mm -hmm. My point is that there are a lot of creatives that Mm -hmm. haven't gone to college and haven't graduated high school and hadn't needed to because that's not the kind of brain. Is it left brain or right brain? I think right brain is creative, right? And left brain is- And I have ADD, so it could be- who doesn't? Who doesn't yeah. have ADD? I, uh, my brain is apparently opposite of everyone else's. I don't know. I, I forgot that, obviously, because I have ADD. Yeah. What's your uh, relationship like with your family now? It's good now. Yeah. I mean, the last few years have been a bit trying, honestly, just with the lack of belief in science and not following a political party blindly off a cliff. Mm. So that's, yeah. yeah, there's been some family members that I've just been like, you know what? We're done. You know, blood does not make all of this okay. You're out there voting for politicians who are very vocally trying to take away my rights. Yet when I have kids, you can't wait to be an aunt. Well, you can't have it both ways. You got to either support me at the polls and at home or not at all. Well, yeah, I know. I, I I feel the same way. I don't have a lot of different political belief systems in our family. We're all pretty much on the same page. Lucky. But I do have one, one <laughs> that <laughs> I have a wife of someone in my family that I find it very difficult 
to deal with, especially, yeah, especially right now. So I, I'm lucky in the sense that I haven't had to excommunicate most of my family, but I'm on my way to excommunicating <laughs> one of them. I was going to ask you about drag because I had Bob the drag queen on and he was mm-hmm. telling me how badly he wanted to see me in drag. And I know that you used to do drag. I did. How did that work out for you? Well, I only did it to make money because, I mean, that was back in like my living in my car days and homeless days. So I was just like, anything for a dollar. <laughs> well, not anything. Well, yeah. Well, let's anything. be honest. Probably um, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I um, I had a lot of friends who were drag queens. So they started putting me in drag every weekend. And I started shaking my moneymaker in drag for some dollar bills. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought drag yeah. you just do for fun. I didn't realize, I guess it's, a, yeah, obviously it's a paying gig too, but I didn't well, realize that you did it for money. Yeah, I yeah, I did anything for money back then. Well, again, not anything, but. Did you have a drag name? Um, It was so boring. I took my <laughs> drag mother's last name and my first mm-hmm. girlfriend's name, because that's what you do to get your drag <gasps> Cute. name. And I became Jessica Grant. Oh, yeah. that's very dramatic. <laughs> it sounds like a character that belongs on Knott's Landing. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, yes. Or Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Now, though, if I were to do it, I'd name myself Sharon Butts. Sharon Butts? <laughs> yep. Sharon, Sharon Butts. Sharon Butts. Oh, Sharon Butts. I was like, Jerry Butts? Yep, Sharon Butts. <laughs> Sharon Butts. Like, you're gay. What are you talking about basketball for? <laughs> basketball what? Wait, that sparked something in me, and I already just forgot what it was about. Oh, shit. Are you sure you didn't have COVID? No, I didn't. I could. <laughs> Who knows? You have to get tested every single day now. I'll find out when uh, I try to get back to the States. I'll have to take a test tomorrow. Yeah. I'm sure. Okay, so you're coming up on your sixth season of your TV show. You said coming up on your 60s. I was like... <laughs> well, you are going to be coming up on your 60s, too, so we should start getting prepared for that. Okay? That's just around the corner. We all need to get prepared for that. It feels like it. It really does feel like it. This morning I woke up and I was like, oh God, I'm like late 30s, late 30s. And I'm like, bitch, you're fucking 47. What are you talking about? Late 30s. (laughs) I was sitting there thinking about, God, 38 is no big deal. And then I'm like, I'm 47. I'm not even in the right number at all. I just turned 40 this last year. Yeah. I turned 41 this year. Oh, you did? 40 is a great birthday. Well, not during COVID, I guess it wasn't. No, I... um. I got rented this island off the coast of Tanzania. It was pretty oh, excuse great. Excuse me. Yeah. So funny story. The Elton John AIDS Foundation Oscar viewing party in 2020, I was the host because Elton was nominated. So he asked me and my castmates to host it for him. So during the event, they have an auction to raise money. And this wealthy Dutch family always donates this island off the coast of Tanzania that they own that normally rents for a day. It's ridiculous. That's reasonable. And so the auctioneer is like, oh, you know, every year this goes for two, $300,000 in auction. So at 70, I was like, oh, I'll bid, I'll participate, but it's going to go for way more than that. And I'll, you know, I'll stop bidding at like a hundred. I guess everyone was like, oh, we can't bid against the host and just stopped bidding. (laughs) And I was like, fuck, fuck. No, 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 no bid. Oh my God. I was like, I, yeah. But at the end of the day, it was the best vacation I'd ever had. And I'm so oh, glad I did it. That sounds like yeah. fun. How many people did you bring with you? Um, Seven. Fun. Nothing like renting an island, right? Right. It's your own little 19 acre island in the Indian Ocean. <laughs> it was great. How long did That's you go awesome. for? One week? We were there for a week. Yeah. Ooh, that's so nice. Yeah. It's hard to vacation after things like that. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. When you've got a whole <laughs> island of staff and once you set that precedent, you're like, oh, I can't really go for a weekend to Palmia. Like this Holiday Inn is not heading like it used to. <laughs> Holiday Inn. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of holiday Holiday Inns, I really wish that now that COVID is on the decline, that these hotels and motels need to reinstall the goodies. And moms are more than the stuff they do for us. The laundry, cooking, and driving. And by the way, dad should be helping with that stuff too. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. And that's why Books is giving you 25% off your entire order of farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Here's what's great about the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you cannot find anywhere else. Books is simple. Go online, pick the delivery date, and you are done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mother. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code CHELSEA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values – Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families families have a safe place to sleep. 
Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. To the mini fridge. I am mm-hmm. so sick and tired of walking into a hotel room in the middle of the night after I perform in some city and having absolutely nothing in the mini fridge. Yep. I need some options. Even if I'm not going to eat anything, I like to see an array. Yep. Yeah. Or there or bringing room service back or opening up all the restaurants when they're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Traveling now. I mean, it's obviously first world problem at the moment, but yeah, I get it. When you're traveling away from home, you at least want some food in your room. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I don't want to have to carry my snack pack like I'm walking around like I'm a third grader. Although my snack packs have graduated from the days when my parents used to, I use quotes, pack me lunch. Now my housekeeper packs me little snack packs and they are much better and much more organized. It's like I'm living out my childhood life that was so like I I hated growing up because my parents were so messy and they, they like, you know, the house was always gross. Like we had a cleaning lady once a week and it was clean for like six hours after she left. And we had so many kids and animals and it was just always gross. Like my friends would come over and I would always like be cleaning, you know, and now it's like I have what I wanted as a childhood with labels and organization and my housekeeper packs me and it's so organized and you know I have the right amount of underwear I mean it's just like I'm basically like in adult sleepaway camp is how I feel now don't forget your snacks I know she's like here's your protein bar and your little antioxidant pack okay so we're gonna take some calls and letters from callers who need advice all right yes are you ready for that yep let's do it Okay. Well, before we do that, and before we actually even take a break, I do have a little bit of a follow-up from a previous caller. Okay, great. This is also just to sort of prepare you for the kind of drama that we hear (laughs) here on Dear Chelsea. (laughs) This is a follow-up from our episode with Tinks, and Nicole had written in because I was sitting next to her at Oscar party. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Nicole had written in because her fiance had a very close work friend and they would go see attractions together and have like day dates. And this woman was like, what's going on? So she she wrote in. She says, hi, Catherine and Chelsea. I have an update. After being on the show, I decided to call off my engagement and break up with my fiance. Now that I'm out, I see how much he was disempowering me in the relationship. His, quote, close friend slash coworker also kicked him to the curb. He's been trying to win me back and being super manipulative about it, but I told him to quote Taylor Swift, we are never, ever getting back together. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for the great advice. I'm so grateful. Nicole. Oh, good for you, Nicole. Right Right. Right on. I just said fuck on. I guess that's my new expression. (laughs) But when I... With anyone you want now. Fuck on, girl. (laughs) Fuck on. That is awesome. I love strength, yeah. you know, because sometimes you t- give someone advice. I've done this so many times in my life and they don't take it. And you know, you're being strong for them because they're not being strong or they're not in their strong moment because, mm-hmm. you know, all of our moments of strength 
they don't always necessarily, they're not in order. Sometimes yeah. we're strong and then we get weak mm-hmm. or, and, you know, it's not mm-hmm. always consistent. So when somebody can is strong enough to take action, when obvi- it's so obvious, Bobby, this relationship was like, this guy was going out with his coworker like a couple times a week and wouldn't yeah. invite his girlfriend and wouldn't stop seeing her when his girlfriend was like, hey, this relationship is making me uncomfortable. And they were coworker? engaged. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, that's bullshit. why would yeah. you ever want to disrespect someone's feelings like that? In, in AT, I, I never do anything without doing, like, except <laughs> Hollywood stuff, because he refuses to go to any of that. But yeah, like, I would never just be like, hey, I'm going out with my friends. I mean, every once in a while, maybe, but sure. not like every week or a couple times a week, be like, all right, babe, stay home. I'm going out. That's not the way to make a healthy relationship. With this one person. With the same person of the opposite, you know, someone who was like heterosexual with a woman and and then refusing not to when he knows that his fiance was objecting to it. So for her to break that up, Nicole, way to go. Way to be inspiring for all women everywhere and men, you know, whomever needs to leave a bad situation. Okay, yep. great update, Catherine. I yeah. fucking love these up- updates, and Aren't I love this podcast. Yeah, we're really changing people's lives. Yeah, yeah, breaking up, breaking up future marriages and everything. <laughs> yeah, so don't call in unless you're ready to leave your spouse. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, we'll take a quick ad break, and we'll be back with more questions. And when we say Yay. ad break, that means myself and today's guest, which is Bobby, are taking a quick shower, and then we yes. come back. Okay, yes. ready? <laughs> And we're back. We're back. Squeaky clean. <laughs> oh my God, I knew you were going to say that. Squeaky I clean. knew you were going to say squeaky clean. <laughs> you know me so well. See, we could be friends. You know me so I am well. ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> well, our first question comes from Greg. Dear Chelsea, I've been dating my boyfriend for two years now, and he has just recently moved into our one bedroom apartment. My parents and siblings have no idea that we are dating since I'm not currently out to them. All my friends know, as well as my one cousin who I trust with my life. I've met my boyfriend's family and have been to their home a few times already. He's been very supportive with my coming out process and has not pushed me to come out to my parents, although with us now being moved in together and having dated for two years, the clock is ticking. My family is extremely conservative, and being gay is not something my family exactly agrees with, as they've made comments in the past about gay people. I was thinking of maybe writing a letter to them so I can get all my thoughts out without being interrupted, as not only would I be coming out, I would also be revealing a two-year relationship that has been hidden from them all this time. I'd appreciate any advice you may have, and thank you so much in advance. Best, Greg. Okay, Bobby, I'll let you uh, helm this since... So... I can definitely relate to all of that. (laughs) When my husband and I moved in with each other, it was funny because, you know, one bedroom apartment in New York and his mom was coming to visit and he had not Mm. come out to her yet. I had met her Mm because he had brought me home to his house in L.A., but I was just a friend from medical school that was going to a medical convention with him that wanted to try Vietnamese food, which is why he brought me home. I think she was more in the end disappointed that I wasn't a doctor than I was with her son. (laughs) But so before she came to visit and she was bringing her best friend and her daughter, he wrote her a letter Mm. so he could get his feelings out and get everything out without interruptions. And that actually Mm -hmm. worked out really well for them. 
What mm-hmm. didn't work out though, was that his mom didn't tell her best friend who was bringing her daughter to try to set her up with Ooh. Dewey. And the Whoopsie daughter, oh yeah, the daughter just didn't get it. I'm like, hi, you're sitting in a very tastefully decorated apartment in New York. That's <laughs> one bedroom with two guys living in it. What don't you get about this situation, girl? <laughs> He's not into you. <laughs> so I think the letter idea is a really great idea. I don't know your family dynamic, but I, I know that my coming out situation wasn't great. And a lot of times parents will react very negatively in the moment because they don't mm. have time to process it and they react emotionally and they say things that you never get over. And I know that they wish they would never have said. So I think a letter is a good idea. Wow. That's really yeah. poignant. I watched a movie yesterday on the plane called Joe Bell. I had never heard of it, but mm. one of my really good friends, Connie Britton, was in it, surprisingly. It's Love Mark her. Wahlberg and Connie Britton. And it's the story of a young boy in Oregon who comes out to his father, and his father's kind of a redneck, and it's beautiful. And it is a beautiful kind of depiction of why it's so important to embrace your children when they give you news that you don't want to hear, you know, and to have some sort of understanding of how difficult it even is to come out, you know, for straight people because they don't understand. They can't empathize because it's not their ex- their situation and it's not their experience and they want to resist it and figure out a way to fix it so that it's not true. And you can't change somebody's truth. So yeah. I think a letter, what you said is absolutely right, you know, because that gives people time to digest before they can react in real time. And it's not a pussy move, like not confronting the situation. I think it's actually the most effective way to get your message across because it allows people to read and reread, you know, Mm -hmm. and yeah, go ahead. It it also allows you to really think about what you're saying. Yes. And, And instead of you reacting emotionally as well. And, you know, One of the things that the LGBTQ community needs to realize about their family and when you're coming out is we've had our whole lives to figure it out and to come to terms with it and and to accept it. And often we expect our family to instantly accept it and feel the exact same way when they're, they're mourning the person they thought we were there at the time, a lot of processed thoughts are going to, they're morning though. They're never going to get married. They're never going to have kids. I'm never going to have grandchildren. Obviously they're going to realize that that's bullshit and you are going to get married and you possibly are going to have kids. But you know, we, again, we've had our whole lives to figure this out. So we need to, to give our family a beat sometimes to come around. And if they don't come around instantly, mine did not at all. You know, I left home at 15. I didn't speak to my family for years. And now my dad will FaceTime my husband and not even ask where I'm, (laughs) you know, (laughs) my dad's this 81 year old cowboy, you know, he calls him doo-doo. He lowers doo-doo. He loves (laughs) doo-doo, you know, and my, and one of the things that I think will, will help in this letter is talk about your relationship. You know, I think my family back in the day, you know, they didn't think of gays as being able to be in loving, healthy, normal relationships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that really helped my parents come to term with it was my relationship with my ex that was about three years. And they saw me in this regular, normal, loving relationship that was way healthier than any relationship my sister had ever been in. And they started going, 
oh, okay. And they really liked him. And they, I noticed the wall started coming down and they're like, oh yeah, this is fine. You know? So in the bottom and the way in the back of the mind, I'm sure they still, because of their, the religion that's ingrained in them, they still wish that I was straight, but they do now love and accept me for who I am. And they love my partner. Yeah. Well, you said something interesting. You said like they, they're mourning the loss of who they thought you were. It's like they're actually just mourning your sexuality. Yes. <laughs> they're yes. mourning yes. You, who they wanted you to have sex with. Like yes. they think about it in such fundamental terms because that's basically what it is. Yeah. Your sexual predilections is what they're mourning, not the person you are because you are who you are. You've always right. been that person. You know, they love you and they will continue to love you whether they're able to express that. You can't stop loving somebody. Sadly, so much of our identity in society is tied to who we have sex with. Like so much of our, our identity is entwined yeah. with that. I'm like, that really should be the least of our identity. You know, I long for the day when no one has to come out anymore. You're just, right. you are who you are. And also I would like to say to you that the longer you put it off, the longer that yeah. you are postponing the situation that Bobby's now in with his father, yes. where his father has come around so, like, don't postpone your future anymore. Your parents, yes, they're conservative. They may have a hard time with it. They they may also surprise you, you know? Yeah. They may also be like, okay, we're going to deal with this. Or, you know, they may say, I love you no matter what. And hopefully that will be the situation. But even if it's not, by putting it out there sooner than later, then you're going to get to the result you want sooner than later, yeah. too. Because it is most likely that they will come around. And they might also say, yeah, duh. And... You know, mm -hmm. we knew, and you've been allowing not sharing this with them to be a wedge in your relationship that keeps you from getting closer and keeps you from enjoying the the love and acceptance that you will feel even more when they love and accept your relationship. And one other thing, by keeping this and kind of, I know you're not living a lie, but they will consider it to be living a lie because they didn't know the truth. Yeah. You've been in this relationship for two years. You've been living with this person. That's just giving them ammo, like against when you do tell them, you lied to us for so long. Like yeah. all of that, you just want to diffuse, just like get it out so it's out and be open. And I, I promise you, you're going to feel better about it. You're going to feel better about yourself, yep. whether or not your family is on board right away or or not, you're going to feel clear and you're going to feel like something has been lifted. And this is coming straight from a gay man's mouth. <laughs> the emotional turmoil and the toll that it has on you, hiding that, like thinking about having to, oh, watching what you say and watching what you do, it is, it is a lot. And so even if they don't react great in the beginning, just the weight off your shoulders that that will take the emotional bandwidth that that will free up for you to make your relationship even better than it already is is worth the little bit of turmoil it might cause yeah okay so so i hope you take our advice and let let us know what happens please this yes. is a this is a necessary follow-up yes keep us posted greg good advice bobby great advice Thank you. yeah well, our first caller today is Alex. Alex is from Michigan. He says, Dear Chelsea, my name's Alex. I'm a female to male transgender man. I've been on my journey of transitioning since 2015. During late 2015, I met my now wife. And in 2018, we had our beautiful, smart, loving daughter, Sutton. Sutton is three on November 16th. And I recognize the topic of gender is coming up more and more as the days go on. 
We live in a small town in West Michigan, and she comes home from daycare with very binary concepts of girls like these movies, etc. It's terrifying to me what she's learning at such a young age. We obviously combat it all, as we're very open about our support and love for all things and people identifying out of the binary. Our best friends are nearly all gay, lesbian, or trans, and all have their own families, including kids. I'm struggling with the conversations around how to be a dad and stay validated as that to my daughter while also being open about who I was, quote, born as. I'm in therapy as well as working on me and how I present and fit into the world, but adding the layer of Sutton growing up and becoming more intuitive is a lot of pressure. I have a big surgery, bottom surgery, coming up within the next year and a half, so she'll be very impressionable during that process. How should I prepare her? Also, if you have any ideas on how to meet cisgender guys to make friends with, please tell me. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Nice to meet you. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. I didn't realize you were going to pop on. I was like, oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. You're here. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Awesome. How are you doing? I'm great. Looks much sunny where you are. In West Michigan, it's snowing still, so uh, not quite spring. I'm actually in Canada looking for some snow. So if you could pass it over oh. here, I would appreciate <laughs> there it. There we go. Yeah, I'll send it that way. <laughs> Bobby Burke is our guest today. So he's here with you. Great to meet you, Alex. You too, Bobby. And my co-host Catherine is here as well. So yeah, you're in good company. Okay, well, let's start. So you're going to be honest with your daughter about everything, right? Absolutely. Yes. Honesty is the best policy for sure. I, I think it's where I'm at and with my wife is kind of having a hard time figuring out, don't want to make it a detriment to her growth and have my story or my personal journey be too impactful to the relationships that she's trying to build with folks in her life. And I, I know that she's a toddler, right? She's got a lot of life to live, but I think that at this point, it's just a little bit difficult to see how much of myself I should tell her so that when she gets into those conversations, she may feel like she needs to be the hero for me. And maybe that's not something she wants to take on. Mm. Well, that's very sensitive. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. And I don't know what the right age is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what the right age is to tell a child whether they were adopted or that daddy used to be a woman who has transitioned. Three sounds young. I don't think that that's necessary in this moment, but you obviously don't want to be lying about anything, right? Because that's what children hold on to is the lies that they're told. That's what hurts them the most. I was adopted and I was told at eight, which I think might've been slightly too young. Oh, slightly too young. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think especially, I mean, when we were little, things were very different. I think younger kids have mm -hmm. their brains have way more information in them now. They know about way more things than they used to. So I think for me at the time, it was a little young. I think 10 might have been a little bit better, but I definitely think three might be too young. Yeah. Three is too early, but you do want them to not have it be such a reaction, right? It wants You want it to be part of who they are, like part of their understanding so that you're never sitting down and being like, oh, am I dropping some sort of bombshell, right? You want them to be comfortable with the notion of what your reality is because there's no reason for her not to be. I'm assuming Sutton is a girl. Is that a, yes. a correct? Yep. Okay. Sutton's a girl, yeah. So 
I think you should really talk to actually a real professional. I'm sorry we don't have one on today. I'm doing another episode. I'm going to ask my psychiatrist, Dan, because he specializes in adult and childhood psychology. And I'll ask him for sure. And we'll get Catherine to send you what he thinks about that. But I definitely think, yes, you want to be as honest as possible. Children are smarter than we were when we were younger. They understand things much sooner than we did. They have access to all sorts of information by the time they're eight. So I actually think eight is probably a little too late, but maybe it's the right age or maybe it is too early. But I think that, you know, when you're telling your story, I've noticed when you have a positive outlook about what you did and what the choices that you've made and the, the way that you were born, right? Because a lot of them aren't choices. A lot of the, it's not a choice to right. be transgender. It's the way you were born. And if you have a positive outlook and you have a positive outtake about it and you're not traumatized by it and you don't pass on that trauma to her, then there's only good stuff to take away from that. Then there's only good ways to instill that idea in her. And the younger all of us learn tolerance and acceptance and that everybody's path is different, the better human beings we turn out to be. So you only have good stuff to spread to her. It's just a matter of when and how much. You know, you don't want to put a burden on a three-year-old, obviously, because she doesn't understand that yet. She doesn't even understand what private parts are really yet. So not that that's the only thing we're talking about, but, you know, like it starts there, I think, for a lot of kids. Catherine, what do you think? I mean, I think that there are different ways to explain things to kids as they age. And the language that you would use with her when she's eight or 10 is going to be different than if you do start talking about it now. As far as, like you said, daddy was born a woman and now is a man and we love everyone. And, you know, it's the same thing as like some people have two mommies and some people have two daddies. And that's a very different conversation if someone is, you know, 14 or 15 and you're having those conversations for the first time. But to me, it feels like if it's just a natural part of the conversation, like it already seems like it is in your in your immediate community, you don't have to get too granular with it. But just having that be part of the conversation, I think, is great. The other thing is we may want to get some advice from Dan about how to address the surgery portion of it because you, know, you will have some healing time and some recovery time. And you want to frame it in a way that, you know, daddy's not sick, but, you know, having this recovery. So we might want to talk to Dan about how to address that and what language to use there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's definitely do that. And we will circle back with you if he has resources about like certain therapists who specialize in this, which I'm sure there are plenty yes. in specializing in these kinds of conversations. And we'll give you those resources as well. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Bobby? My personal advice, and I'm sure you're already doing this, but this is kind of for advice for cisgendered parents out there who want to be better advocates and allies for the trans community is stop letting your kids think of things in such a binary way like these are boys toys and these are girls toys and like you mentioned these are boy movies girls like and movies boys want all that was created by corporate america wanting to sell more <laughs> toys and wanting to sell more movies oh well let's make the girls toys pink and the blue toys blue so that way they have to buy separate toys yeah. you know so get away from teaching your kids that oh no no, no girls don't like baseball girls can fucking like baseball or girls don't like cars or boys shouldn't like Barbies. Sure they can. And if cisgender people would start getting their kids away from these, this binary way of thinking, you know, the rest of us wouldn't have to be so concerned about how are we going to tell our children and are our children going to have to be taking up for us in school and right. defending us? Like, I know that's what you're probably most worried about is Sutton having to be defending you when 
if it wasn't for the other parents teaching the kids wrong, she would never have to, you know? So my advice is, I know I personally don't have a ton of advice for you. I think Chelsea's idea of bringing in a, a professional that deals with this is a great idea. But my advice for the world to help ones like you is stop teaching your children that certain things are for boys or certain things are for girls. And it's just thing is for everyone. Yeah, it sounds like your whole lifestyle anyway involves men with men, women with women, and men and women. So your child is already exposed to the idea. So you just have to keep implementing that, you know, and keep inculcating it into her brain. Like some little girls like to play with dolls, and some little girls like to play with trucks, and some little girls yep. feel like little boys, and some little boys feel like little girls, and some people want, you know, like it's it's just a constant yep. conversation. And as long as the conversation is constant, then there are no surprises. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what we definitely try to do when we buy all the books. Jack wants to be Jackie and yes. those type of things. And and my daughter gets a, a show and tell day every Friday and she always happens to pick those books to bring to daycare. So we're kind of, <laughs> you know, infiltrating in, in our own little way. But she really is choosing them. It's just uh, we're not we're not taking it away and saying, hey, you're three, maybe that's not a conversation that you should facilitate in, in the classroom <laughs> with a bunch of three year olds. But anyway, yeah, we let her be her and we we talk about what family structure looks like. It's kind of just, Bobby, what you were kind of referring to. It's the adults that you worry about yeah. as far as <laughs> how comfortable your kid is and being in that space and sharing their truth and their parents' truth and their family's truth and whatever that is. Yeah, kids aren't born homophobic and transphobic or or racist. They're taught that by their parents. <laughs> so it's the parents that need to step up and start. And, you know, and a lot of times it's, now, I'm not saying most parents aren't bad. It's America. I question that these days. But a lot of parents aren't bad. They just have this binary system ingrained in their mind. And that's just, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to buy our little girl this. We're going to buy our little boy that. But for all you parents out there that do want to make the world a better place, start consciously thinking about the terminology that you're using with your kids and stop, you know, labeling everything in such a binary way and your kids will stop thinking about it so much and Sutton won't, you know, Sutton's and all the little Suttons of the future won't have to deal with things in a negative way. So. It was nice to talk to you, Alex. Yes. Yeah. Nice Thank you for calling. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling in. You're so cute. Of course. Thank you. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. He was cute. Yeah. yeah. He's like a bundle of love energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great smile. I, I said to him in our pre-interview, I was like, you do a lot of presentations on Zoom, right? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> For work. <laughs> so, We've all got our yeah. Zoom faces now. I, we do. My Zoom, Zoom faces, I have to exit my own screen. Like, I have to take the photos down because I end up just staring at myself. That's how <laughs> lame I am. <laughs> I just, I'm like talking to people, looking straight at myself. So I have to take it all down and just focus on the camera. I, <laughs> in the very beginning, I, I definitely used to do that. I've gotten so a little bit better now. Now I put mine at the very bottom and I put everyone else's towards the top, towards the camera. So I'm, I'm looking more directly at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> Moms are more than the stuff they do for us. The laundry, cooking, and driving. And by the way, dad should be helping with that stuff too. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best, and that's why Books is giving you 25% off your entire order of farm-fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Here's what's great about the Books Company. 
Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you cannot find anywhere else. Books is simple. Go online, pick the delivery date, and you are done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mother. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code CHELSEA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running, and collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Well, our next caller is a little bit of a left-hand turn. So our next caller is Danny. She says, Dear Chelsea, I'm 26 years old, and for the first time in my life, I feel as though I've finally found my place. 
I recently accepted a position as a service and support specialist for a private family in my area. This role involves a lot of travel internationally and domestically. What could be better? There's one hitch. I struggle with debilitating motion sickness. I've only been on a plane a handful of times, and the most recent time, I was violently ill. I've had this affliction my entire life, and it's only gotten worse the older I get. When this opportunity arose, however, there was no way I could say no to it. My entire life, I've said no to the things that I truly wanted to do, but was too afraid to. So this time, I figured I'd just manifest my way to sunny skies on a calm stomach. Lately, though, all I can think about is how awful it would be to be incapacitated with nausea on my first trip with this family. Any suggestions? Danny. Hi, Danny. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. This is Bobby Burke. He's my special guest. Hi. And then Catherine. Hi. I hate to hear that. My sister is the same way. Yeah. And she just, oh, I feel so bad. It's awful. I don't live with it, but obviously grew up with somebody that did. And hers has gotten worse as she's gotten older as well. Like she's gotten to where now, unless she's behind the wheel of the car, we just don't go. She just doesn't go anywhere. I know. I'm getting to that point. It's horrible. And and Danny, I think you should tell them also what you told me about when you were on what happened last week when you were on the boat and it wasn't moving. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a big mental thing as well, because I was cleaning one of the boats and we were in a boat barn. So like it's on stilts and I was cleaning and it wasn't horrible, but like, I definitely felt different. And it was, there was like a pressure change or something weird was happening. And I just felt like I could get sick and it was so weird. So it wasn't in water, but you still felt like, yeah. see, I always, I'm not a doctor, you know, but I, I am, (laughs) I have always felt like it's more of a mental thing because here's the thing when you're driving a car, you're still in the same car. It's still Mm -hmm. moving. It's, but you're, you're focused on something. And, you know, I've always said to my sister, I'm like, this this can't be a physical thing because when you're driving, it doesn't happen. And she's like, well, I'm focused on something. I'm like, well, there you go. Mm -hmm. Have you tried hypnosis? No, but I looked it up. I looked into it. I'm just in the area where it's not readily accessible to me. I don't know if they can properly do hypnosis over zoom or something like that. I think you need to try. You have to try because I was going to say the exact same thing. You need to get hypnotized. This is a very common problem that people get hypnotized for all the time. And I would offer you, where do you live? Uh, Michigan. Okay. Okay. Two Michigans today. But, but it sounds like we only take calls from Michigan. It seems like it. (laughs) It sounds like that you work for family that takes you to bigger places. Maybe the next trip you go on free kind of look. Yeah. Uh, for a hypnotist in that area and go there. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I have a person in LA, if you're ever in Los Angeles, his name is Kerry Gaynor. You do have to go three times. It's once a week for three weeks. You need to find someone on Zoom or in your area mm-hmm. and try just because yeah. it is a mental thing. It's completely yeah. mental. You just right. have to try to, 
even pursuing it and following through with hypnosis over Zoom is going to change your mental state about the motion sickness and whether it's loss of control or whatever it may be, whatever it comes down to. Because if you take some action, that is going to help you mentally be in a different place than you've been. You definitely, I understand, you do not want to go on a trip with this family and be the burden to them, you know? My husband puked over the side of the boat as he was proposing to me. So yeah, you don't, that's a whole nother story. (laughs) And that's why they've been together for uh, 18 years, I believe. Is it 18 years? Yeah. Yeah, 18 years. So you've tried drugs, right? Dramamine or whatever over-the-counter anti-nausea stuff? Yeah, Dramamine works because it knocks me out. <laughs> so oh. And then you can't, can't do your job. It, right. Yeah. Have you tried scopolamine patches? I ordered a bunch recently. Okay. Have so. you tried have you tried weed? Oh. No. Have you tried an edible? Normally it makes me nauseous. Oh. So unfortunately. I'm not sure that would have the right effect, but it's possible. Mm, Yeah. You should try maybe CBD only because that will calm your body down without going into your head. You know, it's not psychoactive. CBD isn't going to make you nauseous. It's going to be, you know, that's what they give to people who are going through chemo who can't stop being nauseous. So you need to be alert and with them on the plane ride, right? You need to be helpful and awake. Yeah, not necessarily. They're not going to be on the plane, but the boats for sure. Planes make me sick too, but the boat is really what I'm most concerned about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would try some CBD and hypnosis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I just got off being on a boat for a week. Mm -hmm. I was okay, but my one sister-in-law was sick as a dog the first day. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that helped her a lot was the scopolamine patches. Now, if you have a full patch, it's like a little teeny patch that goes behind your ear. And if it gives you any sort of like blurred vision, like she and my other sister-in-law who tried it both were like, I can't read in my cell phone. Am I going blind? Mm -hmm. Like kind of had a panicky moment, but... Cut it in half and you can use just half of it. So try that. You can even apply it before you actually get on the boat. And the crew there said they've never had anyone stay sick after like about two days on the water. So your body should naturally adjust to the waves and adjust to the motion. I would also try – there are some supplements you can try like peppermint or ginger. You can get like things to suck on. That will help as well. Mm -hmm. Or – potentially even like some essential oils can sometimes help uh, with the nausea. So, but I I really like the idea of hypnosis. And then I've also heard of cognitive behavioral therapy being good for that as well, but that's a little bit more of a longer fix. Mm -hmm. Hypnosis maybe could help quickly. And if you also Google, I mean, these are a lot of things to do, but you need to do them. (laughs) So (laughs) you also look up meditation apps that are specific to this or affirmations that are specific to this, just kind of Google that and see what you come up with because there's going to be something that's going to be like something that you can say a mantra each day leading up, even starting today until you're on your trip. So you're just resetting your kind of neural pathways. You can reset your neural pathways. So there is a way out of this for you. So you just have to keep trying everything you can until you figure it out. And yeah, I've also been on several boat trips and people who are sick, they're not sick the whole time. So it does kind of work itself out of your system. Although, you know, that's not ideal either. It's better than being sick the entire time. Definitely. I've tried a little bit of TM in the morning and, you know, unfortunately it's not something that I can really test out, but 
Yeah, but just be consistent. You know, yeah. as long as you're consistent with things, then they start to show up in your body. You just have yeah. to be consistent. Even if you think it may not be having an impact, just do it every day. Consistency is key with everything in life. Yep. Absolutely. That's why I consistently drink heavily. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, it works for me. So yeah, but let us know when you do figure it out, what worked for you so we can help other people figure it out as well. Yeah, of course I will. When's your first trip? Uh, as soon as I get my passport back, I'm not a huge traveler, but um, <laughs> it should be a couple of weeks from now. So I mean, and how, how big are the boats? Um, I thought they were going to be bigger, but oh. they're... Now, I, don't you hate that? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I was hoping because I know that that can help, but they're, they're, they're small yachts. Yeah. Just a small yacht. Uh, yeah. It only has only, only has one helicopter pad. Can you believe <laughs> yeah. how poor these I people I hate are? when they only have one helipad. I hate uh, that. And some of them are speed boats as well that are in the area. So. I hate saying to somebody it's, it's all in your head. Cause mm -hmm. I know you're like, no, it's not. But no. I know that you can probably logically think. Yeah. Fuck when I'm driving. I'm fine. So it is. So those daily affirmations of realizing I am, I hate to say this this way, but I'm doing this to myself because mm -hmm. I feel like this is going to happen and I think this is going to happen. So it happens. Yeah. But you know what? When I drive, it doesn't happen. So it makes no sense that it happens. So you know what? Next time it's not going to happen. Yeah. And just keep reminding yourself, this is only happening because I am manifesting it to happen. So manifest it to not happen and realize that I'm, you know, again, I hate saying this, I'm doing this to myself, but there are things that we do to ourselves. Oh, yeah, you know, totally, there are things totally, that we yeah. dwell on. And because we dwell on it so much, we make it happen, especially mm -hmm. when it's a physical reaction like that. You know, if we think, oh, I'm going to get nervous, you get nervous. Oh, and then I have anxiety, you get anxiety. You know, we do these things to ourselves. So like Chelsea said, do these daily affirmations where you're like, you know what? This is just movement. I, I deal with movement. The planet is literally spinning right now. <laughs> and I'm fine. You and know? you know what? Another idea is, I know we're throwing a lot of things at you, but talk to your doctor about a beta blocker because <laughs> it's anxiety induced. And yeah. that is what, something that cuts off anxiety. I take propranolol when I go on stage a lot. So my voice doesn't get too high because sometimes when I'm like, I have a lot of energy and adrenaline, I get like, uh, I talk too fast or I get too high and it just kind of totally takes mm -hmm. the nerves out. So this is anxiety related. So that might be an option too, because, yeah. and you can test that easily. My husband just prescribed that to me. Oh, he did? Yeah. I, uh, I was supposed to do a performance this weekend, but I thought I had COVID, so I canceled it. But I was so nervous that he's like, I'm just going to prescribe you beta blockers. And one time I did stand up and it was the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my entire fucking life. And I wish I had had beta blockers because now I'm realizing, yes, my voice did go much higher and I was speaking way quicker, but I just, you know, got really shit faced before and I thought that would help. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that always helps yeah. <laughs> until it yeah, doesn't. Blockers. That's a really good idea. But yeah, okay. So just don't give up and just think this is the beginning of the rest of my life. I'm finding a solution for my issue. Mm -hmm. Definitely, mm -hmm. yeah. And good luck with the new job as well. Yes, it sounds Thank amazing. Thank you. And Chelsea, I just wanted to tell you before I sign off, I wouldn't have even considered doing this job or applying for it if it weren't for you and your stand-up. And I just like finally feel like worthy enough of good things in my life. And I just have to credit you with some of that. So thank you. Oh my God. Well, good for you. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. We're all worthy of good things. You know what I credit Chelsea for? <laughs> 
my my laugh lines. <laughs> I literally used to watch her show and I'd go like this mm-hmm. when I'd watch because I'm like, you're making me wrinkle, Chelsea. Stop. <laughs> I'm sitting here for an hour in the same position laughing and you're giving me laugh lines. Literally. Yeah. I used to say, uh, I get these from Chelsea Ham. Yeah. Oh, is that why you grew a beard? It is to, to cover all my Chelsea lines. I wish I could grow a beard. <laughs> okay, well, keep us posted. And uh, yes. yes, all good things are coming your way. Okay, thank you. Uh, okay. Bye, bye. Bye. I must have missed the whole fucking boating part because I was like, wait, plane? And then she was like, no, it's on a boat. So wait, she's helping. <laughs> she's So she's going to go be like a yachty for this family, like a personal assistant. Oh, sort I thought of it thing. was just like whole rich family life on jets, on boats, on everything. I, think I didn't it know is. it was just boats. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I think boats. it's like all yeah. over the place. Oh, yeah. but it's not it's not volunteer work like. No, no. no. It's wrong. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm way out of it. I missed a whole sentence. Either something froze because I was like boats when she started talking about boats. I was like, wait, what? She's like, we're helping refugees on yachts. I, know. I was like, yeah, thing. exactly. It's jet setting with rich people, you know. So yeah, she's gonna be living the dream. If oh, she well, can good, get good. this in well, check. She'll be, be, she'll be on below deck before we know. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, I was like, next season on below deck. Yes. Well, will the new will the new girl get her motion sickness under wraps? Well, our last question <laughs> comes from Courtney. Dear Chelsea, I went back to school in my early 30s for decorating and design, something I had developed a passion for in my late 20s and decided to pursue as a career. I'd always been great at picking out paint colors, decorating vignettes at work, renovations, space planning, basically anything that involves decorating or designing a space. Now in my mid-30s, I currently work in a retail setting where I manage a paint and small flooring department and have future plans to run the kitchen and bath design center once we expand. My issue is this. I have a handful of friends who like to use my design services for free. Rather than actually hiring me to come pick their paint colors and design their space, they'll send me texts with photos asking, what color do you think I should paint this room? Or I want to redo this bathroom. What should I do? Or my mom wants to paint a feature wall in her living room. Here's some pics of the space. What do you think? While I don't mind giving out the odd piece of advice, I tend to feel taken advantage of, and like my choice of career doesn't mean much to them, like it's a hobby rather than an actual job, and Bobby is nodding ferociously. (laughs) Um, How do I approach this subject without sounding like a bitch? I understand that maybe they're trying to save money, but if I'm going to do this for you, shouldn't I be entitled to something? Whether during my workouts or in my spare time, it is my design advice that I went to school for. Is it not worth something? Courtney. I can relate, Courtney. I mean, even to this day, I literally get, I would say, hundreds of DMs a day from people wanting free design advice. Hey, wow. I'm redecorating my kitchen. What color should I use? And I'm just like, I honestly see them and I just don't respond because I'm like, are you for real? Do you think <laughs> that all I have to do is sit around and give free design <laughs> advice? I come a book, go to expert.com and book a session with me. But I can completely relate to Courtney because my friends will do it too. And this was back when I was a designer or I owned a furniture Mm -hmm. store. And, and, you know, you wouldn't go to your plumber friend and ask them to do plumbing stuff for you or your doctor friend and ask them to, you know, you, you would be like, oh, they're a trained professional. This is their job and their livelihood. Well, it's yours too, Courtney. So, uh, you know, I would, 
I would advise, you know, putting your foot down a little bit and be like, Hey, this yeah. actually sounds like a really fun project. I'd love to help your mom out. You know, I, here's my hourly rate, you know, yeah. or, Hey, since you're my friend, I'll do it for half or whatever. But right. just to let them know that you went to school for this. You have student loans for this. Mm-hmm. You are pro. I mean, I, I'm being presumptuous, but you are probably as you're helping them still paying this off. So they can't expect you to do this for free. You know, I w- definitely wouldn't advise trying to charge them what you would normally charge, but just giving them a price yeah. makes them step back and be like, oh, you know what? You're right. This is your job. And mm-hmm. I'm asking you to do your job for free and yeah. constantly. Yeah. So put your foot down, stand your ground. Don't be a bitch about it. It's not being a bitch right. to, right. to, to make your, let your friends know that you have value and that you're of worth and, and remind yeah. them that, you know, you spent a lot of money to get the degree and the know-how that you have. And that's why they're coming to you. Otherwise they could do it themselves. Right. I, I like the idea of sort of being a little bit presumptuous back, which is not yeah. bitchy at all. It's like, Oh my gosh, I would love to. Like they're presuming yep. that you will do it for free and you're like, yep. "Great, I would love yes. to help. Here is my friends and family rate. It's normally yes. this." Yes. Like, "Let me know when she's ready to sit down for a meeting." Yes, cuz the way that does is it makes them think that you just assumed, of course they right. were hiring you. And right. then they wouldn't be like, "Oh no, bitch, you need to do this for free." They'd be like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay." So either they are going to pay you or they're going to stop bothering you and expecting right. it for free. But it's just, it makes them kind of feel like the asshole for expecting that you would have done it for free. Right. Yeah, yeah. And or you could send out an email en masse to all your people and mm-hmm. just go, hey, this is a really friendly reminder that I, you know, <laughs> I this is my job and this is my career choice. And I've had so many of friends and family lean on me and ask me for design help. And I just want to make it very clear. This is what I do for a living. So moving mm-hmm. forward, if you're going to come to me for any I can we can work out a deal, maybe, or you know, whatever your comfortable parameter was. But just letting everybody know, like I had a doctor who did this recently because <laughs> one of my we have a, this anti-aging doctor and one of my friends emails her non-stop about this drug and that drug and the research that they do and then compares it to the doctor and da 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 and she sent out an email to everyone saying I am no longer taking unsolicited emails like it I don't is blame it, her. I'm charging per email so our one friend ruined it for all of us because he he wouldn't leave her alone you know he just kept asking and asking and persisting and when I saw the doctor in person I go oh, I guess so and so you know ruined this for all of us so she goes yeah I mean she's like does he think I'm up all night there to answer his questions so you can actually almost lay blame it will be perceived as it's coming from one person when it's really about everybody i had a best friend that her constantly asking for design advice and expecting it for free ruined our relationship oh well there you go absolutely ruined our relationship and we were friends for a very long time and she And we're good now. So if she's listening and she knows I'm talking about her, you know, I love you now. And you know, she's actually sitting right here with me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she was starting a business. And the very first location, I was so ready to help her get her business going. I, of course, did it all for free. But then at a certain point, she was at like half a dozen locations and, you know, rolling in seven figures and doing well, but still just reaching out to me for all this free design advice. And I started to get 
you know, have a lot of animosity towards her being like, whoa, you know, this, I went to school. Well, I didn't go to school for this. What am I talking about? I <laughs> self-taught myself all this stuff. You know, this is my business. And here, here you are reaping the benefits and having a successful business because on one part, I helped you get this off the ground, but now you're still expecting all this for free. But Bobby, the exposure. Oh, I had a housewife <laughs> situation with that. Yeah. I'm like, that's not the kind of exposure I want, honey. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Courtney? Let us know how it goes next time you put your foot down cheerfully with Definitely. a friend. Cheerfully. And <laughs> we'll take a quick break and we'll be back to wrap up with Another Bobby and Chelsea. Shower? No, this time it's a bubble bath. <laughs> oh, yay. I just want to make sure you leave here as clean as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. Moms are more than the stuff they do for us. The laundry, cooking, and driving. And by the way, dad should be helping with that stuff too. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best, and that's why Books is giving you 25% off your entire order of farm-fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Here's what's great about the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you cannot find anywhere else. Books is simple. Go online, pick the delivery date, and you are done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mother. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code CHELSEA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulgence your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. And we're back. <laughs> oh, God. I, the bubbles barely got going. I know, but it was romantic with the champagne it and was, everything and the was. strawberries that I lost in my a, a bikini bottom. Your I don't Pikachu. know why I was wearing it. A bikini. Yeah, my Pikachu. <laughs> They're inside my Pikachu. That's actually not a bad idea to freshen up. <laughs> As Talk Bobby about throws, aphrodisia. Throws up on the podcast. <laughs> Okay, so, Bobby, you have been an absolute pleasure. Do you have any advice that you want to ask me? This is our closing segment that Catherine Mm -hmm. came up with that I love. Any advice (laughs) that I want? The funny thing is there was some advice I wanted from you, but I had Paul text you one day asking about it. I I don't know (laughs) if you know, maybe I don't know if he asked if it was from me. But but it was some advice. It was some advice on a certain drug. That you had talked about, I forget what it's ayahuasca? called. Ayahuasca? I don't think it was ayahuasca. I feel like it was something else. 5-D-M-E-O-T, like frogs, venom, yes. or toads, venom. Yes, it was <gasps> that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I had that. read in an article that you mentioned it. And I was like, Paul, ask Chelsea about this. I was like, this sounds great. I want to get the lowdown. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I would, I, that is not one of my favorite drugs. (laughs) No, no, I, I basically ripped my clothes off in a pool of sweat when I took that drug and woke up nude. I had my top off and I think (laughs) I was, it was so brutal, but you know what? I didn't really prepare for it. So I can't really speak to it. Although I just want, I mean, I talked about it in my last stand up special, so it's not a secret, but I just had the most I have a very good relationship with drugs and I have a very solid track record with not having them take over my brain. And that one was not, I was, I lost complete control (laughs) and it was dark and I, it was just very dark. It was very ominous. So so yeah, I wouldn't really recommend that to anybody. Okay. I I will stay away from that then. Okay. I was like, hey, something new. (laughs) Uh, Problem solved. Bobby, thank you so much for being our guest today. You gave great advice. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. This has been great. Thank you, Kathy. Just goodbye. Goodbye, Bobby. (laughs) I hope to see you. When when my house is ready, I want you and Paul to come over and we'll we'll, we'll do (laughs) (laughs) 5DMOT. Sounds great. It's a date. Okay. Sounds good. That'll be fun. I'll see you soon. Thanks, Bobby. 
So if you'd like to ask Chelsea a question, just send an email to dearchelseaproject at gmail.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Chelsea. Hi, everyone. Chelsea here. We should be talking much more about women's hair loss. There are many reasons that hair loss can happen in women, from a number of medical conditions like anemia all the way to transitions like pregnancy or menopause. And that's where Zion Health comes in. They are hair loss experts who make getting treatment easy and accessible with both medicated and non-medicated options available. Go to xyonhealth.com to get started.